Feeling good is a vital part of the Tiny Habits Method. You can create this good feeling by using a technique I call celebration. When you celebrate in the Tiny Habits way, you create a positive feeling inside yourself on demand. This good feeling wires the new habit into your brain. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing tiny habits, the small changes that change everything. The author is BJ Fogg, and the book is published in 2020. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights from this great book, starting with Anatomy of a Tiny Habit, B equals Map, Install Habits Using Ability, The Invisible Driver of Life, Feel Good Through Celebration, and Finish It Off with Rehearse to Make It Stick. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, If you follow the tiny habits process, you'll start taking a different route. Snow will quickly start covering those self-doubting grooves. The new path will soon be the default path. This happens quickly because with tiny habits, you change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. The process doesn't require you to rely on willpower or set up accountability measures or promise yourself rewards. There is no magic number of days that you have to do something. Those approaches are not based on the way habits really work, and as a result, they aren't reliable methods for change, and they often make us feel bad. This book says goodbye to all that change angst, and even more important, shows you how to easily and joyfully bridge the gap, no matter the size, between who you are now and who you want to be. Tiny habits will be your guide to disrupting the old approach and replacing it with an entirely new framework for change." Over the past couple years, habits have quickly become a primary focus, so I can move from theory to practice to mastery. This book by B.J. Fogg, in my opinion, is the best book on habits that I have read to date. Do you struggle with New Year's resolutions? Do you know most people give up on their resolution within six weeks? The reason is that it's hard to build habits that stick, and even harder if the process to install that habit isn't easy. It doesn't matter when you get started. We all know the feeling of making a commitment to change only to have it slip away over time. B.J. Fogg created the Tiny Habits system after his struggles to consistently floss his teeth. After many failed attempts, he decided to commit to flossing just one tooth every morning, making it so easy that it would almost be embarrassing not to do it. This simple strategy resulted in better dental hygiene, but also led to the discovery of one of the most powerful habit-building strategies. Fogg spent the next 10 years inspired by his discovery and has coached over 40,000 people to start using the simple approach to change. Let's take a look at some of my favorite insights from this book. Insight number one, anatomy of a tiny habit. Tiny habits are as simple as your ABCs. It starts with an anchor, followed by a small behavior, and finishes with the all-important celebration. Number one is the anchor. Quote, An existing routine, like brushing your teeth or an event that happens, like phone ringing, the anchor moment reminds you to do the new tiny behavior, end quote. The second is the behavior, quote, a simple version of the new habit you want, such as flossing one tooth or doing two push-ups. You do the tiny behavior immediately after the anchor moment, end quote. 
And finally, celebration. Quote, something you do to create positive emotions, such as saying, I did a good job. You celebrate immediately after doing the new tiny behavior. End quote. The anchor becomes your trigger to remind you to execute the tiny behavior and then celebrate your win. I am a huge fan of this approach. It just works. Fogg suggests we keep the behavior small, and that reminds me of parallel wisdom from Mini Habits by author Stephen Guise. Quote, A mini habit is basically a much smaller version of a new habit you want to form. 100 push-ups daily is minified into one push-up daily. Writing 3,000 words daily becomes writing 50 words daily. Thinking positively all the time becomes thinking two positive thoughts per day. The foundation of the mini habit system is in stupid small steps, end quote. Don't just go small, go stupid small. Don't just make it easy, make it super easy. Insight number two, B equals map. Quote, a behavior happens when the three elements of map, motivation, ability, and prompt, come together at the same moment. Motivation is your desire to do the behavior. Ability is your capacity to do the behavior. And prompt is your cue to do the behavior. B equals map is the fog behavior model, and it shows us how the three core elements, motivation, ability, and prompt, work together to drive our daily actions. Let's look at a simple example of the fog behavior model in action. The first step is to decide what new behavior you want to install in your life. Behavior. I want to do 10 push-ups after I wake up each morning. Motivation. I want to get in shape so I have more energy to focus at work and engage with my kids. The prompt. I was prompted by the alarm clock ringing at 5 a.m. In the book, Fogg shares a diagram to illustrate how this model works. In this model, your motivation, the y-axis, can either be high or low. Your ability, the x-axis, can be hard or easy. The prompt is going to tell us where you fall in relation to what Fogg refers to as the action line. If your motivation is high and your ability to execute the behavior is easy, then the prompt will fall well above the action line. However, if your motivation is low and the behavior is hard, your prompt will likely fall well below the action line. Quote, you need to have both motivation and ability for a behavior to land above the action line. But motivation and ability can work together like teammates. If one is weak, the other needs to be strong to get you above the curve. In other words, the amount you have of one affects the amount you'll need of the other. If you don't have a prompt, your levels of motivation and ability don't matter. Either you are prompted to act or you're not. No prompt, no behavior. Simple yet powerful. End quote. You will always have some level of motivation and ability as they will fluctuate. But without the prompt, there is no behavior. This is why the best way to stop engaging in a behavior that you don't want is to remove the prompt. Insight number three, install habits using ability. Quote, if you want to do a habit consistently, you've got to adjust the most reliable thing in the B equals MAP model, ability. That's where we have the most power to stack the deck in our favor. If a behavior is hard, make it easier to do. You'll see that over time your motivation will vary, but your ability will improve the more you do the new habit. End quote. I've been experimenting in 2021 and 2022 with changing my workout time from later in the day to part of my earlier morning routine and this is a strategy I'm using every morning at this point. I'm using the floor versus ceiling strategy to keep my motivation up to execute the new habit. The ceiling is to work out for 30 minutes, but the floor, to celebrate the win, 
is to simply put my shoes on in the morning. I often think about the stupid small approach that Stephen Guise talks about in Many Habits. In Many Habits, Guise says, quote, Chances are that you will do extra sometime. And the reason relates to basic physics. Newton's first law states that 1. An object at rest will stay at rest unless an external force acts upon it. And 2. An object that is in motion will not change its velocity unless an external force acts upon it. Can you see how this relates? Once you take the first step, you are officially in motion. You will find, as I have, that once you get started, it is almost as hard to stop as it is to keep going. Add to this that nothing is more motivating and inspiring than seeing yourself in action. Put it together, and we get a new equation. One small step plus desired behavior equals high probability of further steps. End quote. What an amazing insight, because it's absolutely true. Getting started is more than half the battle. This is why this strategy works so well. Insight number four, the invisible driver of life. Quote, in the behavior model, motivation and ability exist on a continuum, but prompts are black and white. You either notice the prompt or you don't. And if you don't notice the prompt, or if the prompt happens at the wrong time, then the behavior won't happen. That makes prompts a crucial component to get it right. Designing a good prompt is a key part of fog maxim number one. Help yourself do what you already want to do. End quote. We live our days responding to prompts. You may or may not notice them, but they are secretly driving our lives. Your mobile phone buzzes, you check the text message. Your phone rings, you answer it. The traffic light turns green, you step on the gas pedal. The alarm goes off and you get out of bed. Insight number five, feel good through celebration. Quote, feeling good is a vital part of the tiny habits method. You can create this good feeling by using a technique I call celebration. When you celebrate in the tiny habits way, you create a positive feeling inside yourself on demand. This good feeling wires the new habit into your brain. You'll find that celebration is surprisingly effective, and it can be quick and easy, even fun. End quote. I was taught the power of celebration in the Optimized Coach program, which I talk about quite often, as part of a concept we learned from With Winning in Mind by author Lanny Basham. He shares an amazing slogan we can use to celebrate every time we act in alignment with our best self. That's like me. I now use this every time I finish a workout, every time I finish a Philosopher Insight podcast, and every time I finish reading a book. I think you get the point. We need to learn to celebrate every time we win. You can find a variety of ways to celebrate. A simple fist pump may do, but whatever you do to celebrate, just remember to do it. According to Fogg, those that embraced celebrations as part of their habit creation had the most success at establishing habits quickly. Quote, For too long, people have believed the old myth that repetition creates habits, focusing on the number of days it requires. Some of today's popular habit bloggers still talk about repetition or frequency as the key. Just know this. They are recycling old ideas. They have not done groundbreaking research. In my own research, I have found that habits can form very quickly, often in just a few days, as long as people have a strong positive emotion connected to that behavior. In fact, some habits seem to get wired immediately. You do the behavior once, and then you don't consider other options again. End quote. Now that is some amazing research. This is another one of those sign-me-up moments because the standard model taught by most experts is still 21 to 66 days of consistent action to install a habit. 
I like the idea of an instant habit. Make the connection and start attaching some emotion through celebration to make it stick. Quote, When I teach people about human behavior, I boil it down to three words to make it crystal clear. Emotions create habits, not repetition. Not frequency, not fairy dust. Emotion. End quote. Fogg really drives this message home. The emotional connection to change is powerful. By connecting emotion to your behaviors, you are rewiring your brain for the future. The desired behavior will become automatic in the future, and once it reaches that automatic stage, further celebration of that behavior is now optional. You don't have to celebrate one habit forever. Quote, In English, we do not have a perfect word to describe the positive feeling we get from experiencing success. I've read piles of scientific literature on related topics, and I've done my own research in this area, and I'm convinced that we are lacking a good word. The closest label is authentic pride, but that's not an exact match. So with the encouragement of three of the world's experts on human emotion, I decided to create a new word for this feeling of success. Ready? I call it shine. You know that feeling already. You feel shine when you ace an exam. You feel shine when you give a great presentation and people clap at the end. You feel shine when you smell something delicious that you cooked for the first time. If I could teach you tiny habits in person, I would start out by focusing on celebration. I would help you find celebrations that are natural and effective, effective for you. I would train you in celebrations before teaching you about the fog behavior model, or the power of simplicity, or anchors, or recipes for tiny habits. Celebrations would be first, because it's the most important skill for creating habits, end quote. So has it sunk in yet? We need to celebrate our wins immediately not a few months down the road. That immediate celebration gives our brain that dopamine burst it needs to activate the reward system in your brain, making the new behavior more likely to go from discipline to habit. Insight number six, rehearse to make it stick. Quote, to wire in a habit fast or help yourself remember, you need to rehearse the behavior sequence, the anchor, then the new habit, and immediately celebrate. Repeat this sequence seven to 10 times. By doing this drill, by rehearsing, you are supercharging the speed of habit formation. I know this sounds crazy today, but I believe this technique will be common practice in the future. When you rehearse your habit, you are training for the very moment you will do the habit in real life, just as you would rehearse for a dance recital or sales pitch. End quote. He shares the example of basketball superstar Steph Curry, who recently hit 105 three-pointers in a row in practice. I watched the highlights of this on YouTube, something I never thought was possible, but he did it. He is known to practice shooting three-pointers with his eyes closed, so it becomes habitual, and he no longer thinks about it. It is a form of rehearsal that allows for him to excel in the game, to excel when it matters. Quote, I believe this book gives you everything you need to meet whatever challenges come your way and realize whatever dreams you've not yet been able to achieve. You now have a system for change, which means you don't have to guess. You can design for whatever aspiration or outcome you want. The quality of our life on planet Earth depends on the choices we make every day. Choices about how we spend our time, how we live our lives, and most important, how we treat ourselves and others. I'm sad to see how people seem more bitter, divided, and overwhelmed than ever these days. We are, as a global community, increasingly disconnected from ourselves and other people. The first step toward fixing what ails us is to embrace feeling better. Habits are a means to an end, end quote. That is one of the final paragraphs of this brilliant book. 
This book is now my favorite book on habits. I've created a 10-page note here, but I didn't even come close to doing the wisdom in this book justice. It is not only packed with insights, but it's supported with great exercises to help you transform your life one habit at a time. For those of you inspired by what you read, or recognize the importance of creating better habits in your life going into 2023, I would strongly recommend getting this book and reading it for yourself. If you like what you've heard so far, I'd encourage you to go to tinyhabits.com quickstart, where BJ Fogg shares a five-day program, absolutely free, to help you jumpstart your tiny habits. The whole process probably takes about nine minutes, and you would invest about 35 minutes a week to get yourself on your way to installing tiny habits and starting or building your transformation going into 2023. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.